Good day everyone, you're listening to Time for Your Hobby, and this is episode 25, Click Click Trade. I'm your host Alex, and today I have the honor to have Bo as my guest on the show. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? Doing good. Uh, no complaints. Everything is good on this end. So today we are going to talk about your hobby, which is cryptocurrency trading. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Yes, it is. But before we do that, I'm sure the audience would love to know more about you. So if you don't mind, would you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself? Yeah, uh, actually by um, trade, I guess you would say I'm a construction worker. And then as a side project and or a hobby, uh, I trade cryptocurrencies and also have a webcam or web web show about it. So what is cryptocurrency for those who might not know what it is? Uh, cryptocurrency in a nutshell is just uh, digital currency or also like a security token, which could provide utility for a product as in a coin to where you could use it to track uh, where your product is just by using one of the coins for it. And what are some of the more popular ones? Uh, I mean, some of the more popular coins, you, know, you got your Bitcoin, your Ethereum, your uh, Litecoin. But, you know, I'm not going to go really past that because I don't want to come off, you know, as pumping my own coins. That's a big issue. And so you prefer trading which one, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, actually, I trade a smaller coin, VetCoin, V-E-T. I prefer to trade that due to the fact that I actually believe in the project. So, you know, it always helps to have a core position to save. You know, like, let's say you have 100,000 of the token. Go ahead and put 80,000 of it away and try and trade with your 20,000 so you don't have too much out. You know what I mean? Smart trading, pretty much, right? Right, exactly, exactly. When did you become interested in cryptocurrency trading? Uh, probably about two years ago, and I really took uh, my first step um, last late last year uh, into it. I was reading about the technology prior to getting my feet wet, and then with the 2017 bull run, where the price went from $3,800 almost to 20000 per Bitcoin in a matter of weeks, you know, it was pretty hard to lose money at that point. And then it went down. It's it's a roller coaster, pretty much, right? Oh yes, absolutely. With any uh, new asset that comes out of speculative market, uh, you know you're going to get the swings in price, huge swings. And that applies for for pretty much anything in stocks and trading. Oh, stocks, trading, crypto. Yeah, I mean pretty much anything. Now, on a personal level, what would you say is the best part about cryptocurrency trading? I'll be honest with you, man. Uh, the high you get from you know taking a thousand dollars or two thousand dollars and turning it into five or eight thousand, uh, I think that's probably the best you know personal and emotional level gain you could ever have. And does that happen quite often? Is it like pretty balanced on the highs and lows, or you know you can still definitely win. Um, a lot of the game right now is with how I said the market is way down. You have a lot of companies that were kind of more scammy, uh, you know, kind of fall off the face of the earth. So really what's going on is you're just hoping that you put your money in a reputable company, you know, or coin and not just something that looked good and they closed up shop already. So have you ever been caught by a scam or like got bamboozled by one or you're pretty good now at identifying which ones are trustworthy and not? I mean, I've had coins die. Uh, you know, I'm going to give everyone the benefit of a doubt that they tried their hardest, you know, but some of the coins I was in, yeah, it did die. So I had to take that as a loss completely as a loss. Are there any key signs to know if it's a fake or a scammer? Uh, a lot of it is uh, what happens is you want to make sure that they actually, it's kind of silly, but a lot of people fall for it because they only have nice looking websites. So I don't understand how a lot of people fall for it. You want to have a nice site, uh, you know, anything that would make you feel like you're buying from a legitimate company, 
these guys should have. Um, you know, chair directors, you know, just different higher up management, things of that nature. That's kind of the only way you can really figure it out. So by now you have a keen eye to pretty much identify something that's pretty sketchy. Oh yeah, for sure. Now you, yeah, once you kind of find out and everyone says, you know, such and such was a scam, you know, they're pretty much all running the same cookie cutter cutout for the scamming. They're not very creative at stepping out of the box pretty much. No, exactly. Exactly. Absolutely not. No, this might be an odd question, but did you learn about the history of cryptocurrency trading? Or was it just more something you just jumped in and then bother where it came from, how it, how it became what it is? Actually, uh, that's kind of what attracted me to it was um, the whole reason it was created. It was created because the Lehman Brothers crash uh, in October of 2008. So that, you know, that's kind of interesting that all of a sudden, right when that major crash happens in the U.S. You know, financial system, that you have a coin coming out that is supposed to be digital gold. And nobody knows who made it. So I, you know, I kind of think that that's very interesting. And I kind of got more into it because of that fact. Are there any countries that solely rely on cryptocurrency or are going in the right direction to rely on cryptocurrency? Uh, as a, as a financial, you know, like coin that you can use interchangeable with their dollar, the closest com- or country that's done it is Venezuela with their Petro coin, but due to U.S. San- sanctions against Venezuela, you can't even invest in it. So, uh, you know, for who's listening, stay away from that. But yeah, they kind of, to slow down inflation in Venezuela, they kind of attached a, a coin to their uh, to their currency, if I followed it correctly. Now, for you, what does a typical day of trading look like? Uh, honestly, I only do about three trades a week. And rest of the time is me studying, seeing my exit points, when to get in, when to get out. Um, I might do a couple micro trades. And what by that, I mean, you know, we're talking like 20, 30, 40 bucks. Just see if you can't make, you know, 10, 15, just throw it on a pump, see what happens. But I mean, pretty much, like I said, you know, 90% of the time, you're not even trading. You're looking for the next trade, trying to find what's coming, what's going to happen, trying to stay up on the news. You know what I mean? Is it hard to stay ahead of the curve or? It, it is due to the fact that a lot of these companies are based out of Asia. So you have to take into account the time barrier. So like I'm on the East coast of the United States. So I have to stay up later in the night. If I'm waiting for like one of the CEOs of my company to speak, you know, of that nature, there, there is definitely a, just a time barrier difference. That's all. And where do you, you usually go to get your resource to learn more about what's the next thing happening? I'll be honest with you. Uh, Reddit actually has quite the crypto uh, subreddits. And then it almost seems that every coin or project company, whatever words you want to use, also makes an official Reddit page to keep everything up to date. And then, you know, just how Reddit works, you get your sub moderators, let's use the word, somehow they seem to know everything. And you guys start putting things together. And next thing you know, you know, you got a pretty good general idea where the market's going for that coin. You know what I mean? Man, these new cryptocurrencies, do they pop up quite often, like every day, or is it just like... Oh, yes, absolutely, every day. It it expands every day. Um, I don't know how many there is currently, but we're talking... I'd say there's probably 15, 20 new ones that pop up every day. Really? Wow. Honestly. So, it's, so it's easy enough to create it, I guess? Yes, there's a... 
over 2,000 of them right now. I actually just looked. And a lot of them are ran off of the Ethereum network, which was uh, kind of like a Java, just to relate it back to normal computer folk. It was pretty much like Java. You can come in, you can build your application off Java, and then launch it into your own mainframe, let's say. And that's what everyone's doing with Ethereum because Ethereum is actually a building block network. So you can actually get on there and build your own application, your own chain, your whole nine yards, and then go off onto your own little spectrum. But with that being said, there's, you know, obviously cookie cutter builds out there that you can just get the scripts for. Just give you, you know, a little bit of an outline of a coin. And the cookie cutter ones tend to last not as long, I would imagine. No, absolutely not. There's nothing unique that's, you know, kind of points back to checking for the scammers. There's nothing unique about it. You're just hoping a bunch of people get excited that it's a super cheap coin, throw a couple million at you, and the next thing you know, you disappear with a few million. That sucks. Yeah, it sure does. But to go back on your, uh, you do three times a week, when when is your best day? Do you do it like in the morning or do you do more in the evening? Because you do it's a time zone restriction, but is there a spe- specific time of season that's better to do trading? Oh, uh, for cryptocurrency, it seems to be over winter. Uh, late fall into the ner- early year always seems to be pretty good for cryptocurrency. It has for uh, the last three or four years. Now, the only issue is, is China goes on holiday this year and their holiday, you know, they go on it every year, but their holiday is very long. And in China, nobody works during holiday. So, you know, you also have to take that into effect that your coins are pretty much going to be shut down for a month and a half to two months of, you know, no, uh, no action because they're all on holiday. So you're just waiting patiently for when they come back. And is there a sign that they come back or is it just like randomly, boom, next day they come back? Yeah, exactly. Boom, they come back. Um, the holiday, you know, you know when the holiday is going to run. It's it's just a few weeks at a time though. Now, how did trading turn you into the person you are today? Uh, to be honest with you, I really don't know. I think it's just more that, uh, you know, I got a couple people into trading, thinking more about my investments, uh, my uh, retirement, things of that nature. So I guess that's kind of what it did for me. It kind of turned me into a more uh, financial conscious person. Would you want to turn this into your career? Become a, I think it's a star uh, trader. I don't know what the correct term is, but a professional trader? Honestly, no, because I feel that I can see clearly now. I guess it's kind of, you know, silly to say, but I don't have the pressures of having to make my mortgage, the car payment, putting food on the table, trading now than I would if I actually did it full-time. You know what I mean? And I, I personally don't feel that it's fair uh, for, you know, if I was to make a bad trade to have to drag down my whole family. So no, I don't think I would ever make it my full-time um, job. That's honorable. That's, that's very honorable. Now, does the security level concern you? In other words, of hackers, malware, scammers, and if so, how do you protect your investments? Do you save it on an external hard drive, in a cloud? Yes, actually. Uh, the external hard drives, they actually sell some for crypto that it actually has like a PIN number and it's encrypted. So, you know, you can buy them. That's actually how I store mine is on the Ledger, the Nano Ledger S. It's like a USB that's encrypted, plugs into the side of your um, laptop, tablet, you know, what have you. You enter your code. Next thing you know, you're inside your digital wallets. So that's, you know, it's pretty safe. But once again, you know, there's always scammers out there and it is a new new market. So a lot of the scammers that are coming in are ahead of the games and it looks pretty good to somebody that's new. 
because there's a little bit of a learning curve, you know what I mean? But for you, you you seem like you're pretty confident and you're confident in the system of not getting hacked or scammed, right? Yeah, absolutely. I'm com- I, I feel pretty comfortable with that. What is your ultimate goal with the whole cryptocurrency trading? Other than making money, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, I think it'd be cool just pay my house off with it. Um, I mean, it, it, my Hail Mary plan would be if I could pay my house off and have enough for another rental property, that would be outstanding. You have to set goals, and if you don't hit it, I mean, even if you got halfway there, that's no, no little chunk of change to laugh at for just day trading on the side, you know what I mean? No, absolutely. Now, speaking of which, is setting yourself limits on how much you invest, is that something important for you? Did you do that? Did you learn that later on in your trading? Or is it something that you had set in your mind since the beginning saying, okay, you know what? I'm just going to set this much amount of money. I'm going to trade. I'm not going to try to go over. Well, if if you set up and you learn your trading platform and the way you're going to trade, you know, your edge, you kind of... I don't know. No, I didn't set myself a limit to how much I'm going to do. Um, but I just think once you get your edge and you start making your winning trades, then you can go ahead and reinvest your profit. You know what I mean? So I don't really pull money out at all, if at any, just so I can bank bank flow myself heavier and heavier onto each trade. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Now, speaking of which, do you have any secret strategies that work for you? If you don't know how to read a chart uh, right off the jump, that definitely would help. Um, find out what you want to do, like what type of trading you want to do, and then just study those those techniques. There's no just one technique. There's hundreds of thousands of different techniques. You know, everyone's got their own little twist and turn on it. Me personally, I do momentum trading, which is uh, buy the rumor, sell the news. So, like, let's say you hear rumors of, just for instance, let's say you hear rumors of Tesla opening up a new factory somewhere in America or China that's typically going to start to pump their shares. And then once they actually do announce it or the run's over, you kind of get out. You can identify the momentum trading patterns. So you just have to figure out what works for you and what honestly fits you naturally, if that makes sense. And then learning is always key. Always staying up to date is very important. Yes. And if you don't like watching the news, then this ain't for you. You got to be able to read news, read through all that type of stuff. And also do cross analysis, not just believing all one source, correct? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, this is going to be released in 2019, but we're in 2018 right now. But I might as well ask, do you have any predictions for the year 2019? Myself or in the crypto space? Uh, Let's go with both. Yeah. Honestly, man, I'm getting married next year. So that's all I'm allowed to think about is, you know, try and get the marriage together. But for the crypto space, I personally feel that if inside, since we are recording in 2018, if we are inside of the year 2018 and we break $10,000 again, I believe that next year will be a very strong day. And what if we all we need to do is if we can get a straight rally from where we're trading at about $3,800, if we can just do a straight rally again up to about $10,000, you're going to have the same thing that happened last year, 2017, to where you had all the news stations, everyone was pumping Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. But now the difference is, we have the infrastructure set up to allow the real money to come over. Do you, you know what I mean? Like we already took the steps yeah. into adoption, which is what I think 2019 will be more or less be about is getting adoption. But there is hope because when we do go on this bull run, the infrastructure is way higher than it was, you know, a year ago. Because when that bubble happened, it kind of got 
regulators and everyone on board to say, wow, we need to hurry up and figure out, you know, it, it got everything got fast tracked on crypto. So that's why, you know, with 2019, hopefully it's a great year. We have all the infrastructure laid and that should really help. Well, first of all, I would like to say congratulations for getting married. Oh, thank you. Thank we got, you. Okay, we had to mention that if you just say that. Yeah, of course. I got married last year. It's the greatest thing I've ever done. And right. I do wish you the best of luck on that. I appreciate it. So hopefully 2019 go, goes great for you as well. Yes. In the marriage and in the crypto world, of course. Oh, yeah. All the way around. Now, what are, what are some misconceptions about people who do cryptocurrency trading? It's hard. Uh, I mean, I don't want to say it's not hard, but it's like anything. You, you, have, you can't expect to get in and win every day. LeBron James still misses. So I, you can't come into this idea that you're just going to crush it, start small trades. I mean, with crypto, you can trade five, six bucks. Just learn your trade pattern. Make a fake account on websites that allow you to have a trading portfolio for free. And just practice till you're really to put real money, real skin in the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, would you consider yourself a professional at your hobby? I know it's a tough question to tackle, but do you think you are comfortable enough to say you are very knowledgeable about this hobby? I think I am, yes. Uh, I don't really speak very well, but I, <laughs> I do know cryptocurrency very well. Uh, so if, you, if, if somebody was talking to you about cryptocurrency, you, you'd be confident enough to hold up that conversation if it's somebody who has more experience than you, right? Oh, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. I have zero issues with that. But, and by the way, you do speak wonderfully, so don't oh, ever doubt you. yourself. <laughs> uh, has trading ever helped you relax when you're stressed? My fiance and I were speaking about that today, and she said no, because when you start looking at the Bitcoin charts or the crypto charts, if it's a red day, you're just mad all day. And if it's a green day, you're glued to your phone seeing how, you know, how much money you're making or when it turns red and ultimately how much money you're losing on that day. But, uh, you know, either or. So it's definitely a relaxer, but it definitely is the stressor. Speaking of which, what are the colors? So there's only red and green or? In essence, you know, green is if it's... Uh, I'm sorry, green and red also translates to the stock market is green, obviously, when it's over the price that it opened at. So you're making money or red, you know, if it started at $100 and it went to one, 110, it'd be green. If it started If it went down to 90, it'd be red. You know what I mean? So the $100 would be the divide. It just wherever it is on the 24 hour chart on either side of it would be your green or your red. Green, good, red, bad. Yes. At the base level, yes, absolutely. Yes, at the base level, yeah. Now, when you do, if I'm not assuming you do, but let's say if you do get stressed doing cryptocurrency trading, what do you do to unwind, to step away? What's your go-to thing? Oh, honestly, man, probably uh, hanging out with the family always works out well. Trying to forget about it. So that's that's one nice thing about the stock market to where if you have a bad day in the stock market, it closes on the East Coast at 4, 4.30. 4, 4.30, you know what I mean? So, and it doesn't open again until 9.30. So you have like real business hours. Cryptocurrency runs 365, you know, 24-7 and never shuts off. If you can get an interconnect, internet connection, you can trade cryptocurrency. That's, so, I don't know. It, I can't relax, I guess. I just trade. <laughs> Once you get married, then you can relax. Yeah, pretty much. I just, I just run around trying to, you know, find the next deal and see if I can't trade it. Now, for you, do you prefer doing it over a laptop or on your phone? Because you said it's 24 hours, right? So, yes, which I one actually, is your method? 
I prefer both actually. Um, you know, sometimes obviously you can't carry your laptop everywhere. So it's nice to be able to familiarize yourself with, you know, your trusted trading platform app. So you can get into the trades, you get out of the trades quickly. You know, what I mean? it's just nice to be versatile to where you could play on the computer or you could do it on your phone. You know, the layouts, you're not missing a trade because you never ran the app before. What is your preferred website or application you use to do your trading, if you don't mind me asking? No, it's Binance. A um, couple reasons. One, I, I actually think the website's great. Two, the owner or the CEO of Binance was a normal guy, made this website. You know, he's crushing it now in life. So he does actually seem genuine and actually seem to care about his product that he's offering, you know, Binance. So I, uh, I like trading on their platform. Well, in that case, I'll put that in the description below in the show notes so people who are listening could find that website and then check it out, right? Yep, absolutely. Now, what was your biggest challenge when you first started trading? Uh, holding, H-O-D-L, pretty much not selling out when the price was dipping, just learning you know, to write it out. And writing it out might take a day, might take a week, might take a month. But if you get out too early, you don't make enough money. If you get out too low, you lose your money. So you got to always wait because it's not a loss till you sell. And what is your current biggest challenge? I'm sure it's changed a little bit, right? Or is it still the same? No, it's honestly still the same because it's called FOMO, fear of missing out. It happens both ways, on the way down and on the way up. You're afraid that what if I get out and there's a reversal and you get left in the dust? Or if you get off too early and it continues on? I mean, either or. You know, you get smoked on either side. So that's probably the hardest point. It's a very thin line to try to get to success. Exactly. Exactly. Do you want to present your hobby to the world or use it more as an escape from reality? So in other words, if somebody came up to you saying, hey, Bo, I would love to learn more about cryptocurrency, would you be welcoming them with an open arms or be more saying you can find all the resources online? Oh, definitely with an open arms. That's actually why I started my YouTube channel, Bitcoin Bow, was kind of make uh, cryptocurrency for common common knowledge people. I don't sit there and try and use fancy words or clickbait, anything of that matter. I just come on, I drop knowledge, show you how to do it, and then move on to the next video. So that's kind of how I thought about doing it was to help people. Yeah, no, I saw some of your videos. You're very approachable, and it seems that you are genuine, meaning you're not trying to be a sleazeball, trying to, uh, not hack, but uh, scam or bamboozle yeah. people. Like I said earlier, when you asked me about the coins I wanted, I, I just named the big three coins. Uh, I didn't go into, you know, any basic coins because I didn't want to try and seem that I'm pumping a coin. You know, I just honestly enjoy trying to help the people, give them the real knowledge, not let them get hacked, things of that nature. I didn't pump any coins that I own on any uh, podcast I've ever done. That's that's not right in my opinion. When we're doing stuff like this on social media, we should not be too selfish. We should right. think of the people listening and watching and think about them. So you and I were in the same boat. Right. Absolutely. I agree fully. Do you have any word of advice for anybody who might be interested? You kind of answered this before, but just to recap on this. Just do it. You just got to get out there and try. You know, life's going to sit and pass you by if you don't ever move. So if you're interested in it, you just got to try it. You know, you could lose a hundred bucks, but at the same time, one, you learned yourself a lesson in trading. 
And two, you might actually do well and make money from it. Next thing you know, you're hooked. So you always just have to try. That's in everything in life, though. Now, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but with the principle of spend for when you're first starting, spend money you can afford to lose. Is that a good tip? Oh, absolutely. I, I'm surprised I haven't said that yet. Don't, don't do this with you know, your rent money. This is, at its base premise, gambling. You're betting on a company to do well in society. This is gambling. So it, this money that you are putting down into the markets, crypto or the stock, if you can't afford to lose 100% of that money, the second you hit enter, don't, don't even put the money in. Do you have any social media links that you would like to personally share? Now, you said a few websites, which we're going, going to put in the show notes as well. And you have your own website, but anything else you'd like to share with the audience? Uh, no, not really. I don't have any other um, social media links, just my YouTube, Bitcoin Bow, and then uh, my Instagram, Bitcoin Bow. And other than that, I mean, that's really it, man. That's really all I got. That's all you need. You don't need anything else. And then I'm sure people will find you and then ask you all interesting questions. And hopefully they learn something. And I'm sure they will. Do you have any questions for me about cryptocurrency? I'm not an expert, but I'm going to try to answer as a person from the outside looking in. Okay. Are you pro cryptocurrency? Yeah, absolutely. I'm pro cryptocurrency in the sense that if it's well structured and Ever since that giant uh, leap, or not leap, but uh, giant event that happened, was it in 2017 or 2018? 17. It actually put 17, it put cryptocurrency pretty much on the, f- the map more. So it's more noticeable. It's more in the news. So the moment that happens, more people are interested in it and then people try to improve it. So for me, knowing that, it says, you know what? There's an actual potential in here. So yeah, I can't, I don't see why. I wouldn't be fully interested in it. I'm, I would have to learn more, of course, as everything in life, but I would support it. Yeah, absolutely. All right. That's great, man. That's outstanding to hear. I, you know, I think that's kind of what we need is more people to adopt it, more people to support it. Because that's the only way it's going to grow. You, you know what they should do? They should also teach it in school. The principle of it, just the idea of cryptocurrency in, let's say, in finance class. It is the future. So why not talk about what's in the world, right? I agree. And I agree fully. You know, the education levels need to come up. I really think that this is the future. If not, I'm not, when I say this, I'm not saying Bitcoin's the future. I mean, the blockchain, the technology that everything that all these coins are implementing, you know, the blockchain technology is the future. Um, whether or not Bitcoin will still be here, that's, you know, that's up in the air for now. Who knows? Something bigger, something better could come along. But blockchain technology, the cryptocurrencies are definitely here to stay. And the best thing to do is learn about it. And then that's the best way to be safe too, right? I agree big time on that. Look at look at computers. If you would have took an interest in the internet or into computers when they first started coming out, they're everywhere now. The people that had the computers back in the day, they used to take a whole room, had zero idea that this is where the world would go. You have a cell phone that's stronger than computers coming out. And you know, right now we're at the in the technology world of blockchain, we're at the full-sized room computers. So we're only a couple of years away, hopefully from, you know, using that analogy to having cell phones that are just as strong, you know, but with blockchain, obviously. So it could only get better from here on out, right? Yeah, man. Should only go better from here on out. So yeah, there you have it. Another body with a hobby. Thank you both so much for coming on the show and expanding my knowledge on cryptocurrency. Hopefully the listeners also learned a lot and 
They will invest, they will learn, they will teach, they will share. And if you'd like to learn more about Bo, you can find him on his website. I'll put all the description in the show notes so you can click there. And also on his Instagram. He's a very friendly person. This is our first time talking. He's been very welcoming and he taught me a lot as well. So if you would like to be on my show and talk about your hobby, you can send an email to me at timeforyourhobby at gmail.com. So until the next episode, make some time for your hobby. Take care.